Banter behind the throne versus the Beatles. Like, yes, come on, boys. I get to meet George Harrison. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. But if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the first, but it could be the last. We're unopposed to claim banter. It's banter behind the throne. This is my little way of putting a voice note at the start, because then now you can look. To, it's completely fucked up inside. It's uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, it's like a click. Okay. Like something like that. Anyway. Um, that trumpet bit is definitely staying in. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully aware. Yeah. Like, this is Later on, part of the episode now. Peel's been in charge. Peel has been in charge for 44 seconds, and it's just gone absolutely <laughs> perfect. <laughs> right, I'm starting now. Made you king um, castle. Yeah, now you're my dirty rascal. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 23 of Banter Behind the Throne. Uh, I'm, I'm here this week as myself. I'm the king of the castle. Uh, my name is Mr. Thomas Peel. I'm joined with my dirty rascal, known as Lawrence Craven. Can you say hello, please, Lawrence? Oh, what I thought Dave was going to be the rascal. <laughs> I have been, oh man, <laughs> give away, take away. <laughs> well, I'm here. It's fine. I don't care if I'm And obviously, ready. I'm also joined by my mule, David Banter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can't talk about mules while we have a customs guy on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be a fun search for all. Uh, this week we will be talking about what we did this week. It's a lovely feature, I must admit. Um, obviously, it tries to stay Thrones related, but never does. Uh, we're going to be coming up with the brand new spoilers. Ooh, new cards. That's right. 2.0. We are official. Uh, We've talk- got spoilers. That means we're legit. We've yeah. made it. Yeah, that is exclusive spoilers, not just like reiterating the ones other people have got. These are these are ours. Yeah, our own exclusive spoilers. So great. This is a reward so, to everyone who's ooh. listened to us. This is a thank you to everyone, and this is legit. We are legitimised. <laughs> exclusive spoilers from Battle Behind the Throne coming up after our little weekly weekly segment. Uh, we're also going to be talking about rivalries. Within the Thrones community, I thought we were one big happy family, but apparently there's some bad blood, uh, as Taylor Swift would happily accompany, I think, for that segment. Um, and also, we will be finishing off this week with our favourite cards, beginning with the letter W, or W for our French listeners. Over to you, Dave. <laughs> Over to me? <laughs> so you need to tell me what you did last this week. Oh, um, I haven't played Thrones this week. <laughs> God, this feature is toilet. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't had a chance. We are recording early. Um, I think if we weren't recording, I would be probably be playing Thrones right now because Crocodile Hammers is downstairs. Uh, but unfortunately, yes. my Thrones has been put off by a couple of hours. Maybe I'll get to play Thrones later tonight. Who knows? Yeah, so so I haven't I haven't played anything, which is pretty bad. I've, I've theorycrafted a bit. Um, I'm looking into some sort of Lannister Martell mix so i can remove people's icons and then tears release them uh yep. that that's, that's what i'll be building next um when i get a chance hopefully this weekend so yeah that, that's me bit boring sorry craven how about you what have you been up to this week in thrones uh, bam, this bam, week bam. in thrones i have mainly been theory crafting again oh, unfortunately. No. <laughs> had a chance to meet up and play <laughs> since actually no since no that isn't entirely true is it when did we last record wednesday i did play <gasps> played afterwards fantastic yeah i played a couple of days afterwards um i tested out uh some stark no lannister banner of the wolf mm-hmm. which is quite popular i've heard um didn't go that well for me, but I wasn't using Taking the Black, and I do think having the Hound in the deck would have made it a lot more fun. Um, I don't know if it was a draw or I was just making bad decisions, but um, I didn't really get on that well with it, which is odd, because it is a brilliant deck, so it's probably my fault. 
Um, I worked on some more of my little Night's Watch project. Um, but really, my heart wasn't in it because I was only using core sets and obviously knowing Taking the Black exists, um, the Night's Watch improves immeasurably with the inclusion of Will. So, um, yeah, it's given way to theory crafting and I've got a small tournament, well, more of a meet-up really to go to on Saturday. I'm currently working on something to take to that. Um, out of my three options, which I mentioned last week. Um, so, yeah, not a lot to report, but I will have significantly more to talk about when we do this next week. Do you have uh, any any updates on your Night's Watch deck? Have you made any interesting changes? Because we discussed well, Melisandre I... last week. Did you add her? Yeah, uh, yeah. Melisandre's been added. Um, as you mentioned, it's like a one-shot enemy informer at worst. Um, I've decided to potentially toy with reducing one of the, um, well, getting rid of a copy of Littlefinger um, and replacing him with another Barra character, mm-hmm. considering I'm not using any additional re- reduces to game out anyway. It shouldn't really affect the cost curve. Um, and then Will, and I've been tinkering with the event, um, the location base a little bit. Um, I think Street Resistors could be useful because um, it can trigger on defense as well as offense, so it's a bit versatile. Um, and I haven't touched the Targaryen Fealty deck because taking the black really doesn't give them anything. So that deck is in stasis, really, um, for the time being. And it may be melted down and become something different. Um, but that, that's a couple of days to go yet, so I haven't really finalised my decision. Okay. So there we go. I've said a lot of words there to cover the fact not a lot really happened. <laughs> it's like a, it's like an excuse at school. Why didn't you do your homework? Well, if I talk long enough, yeah. she'll get bored and accept that I haven't done it before. I actually have to come up with a reason. Yeah. So it's like, yep. Well, you know, I flew to the moon. Uh, then I got abducted from the moon of all places. Who would have guessed? What are the chances? Um, one in a million. Yeah, so that's me. What about you, Pete? Well, well, this week, um, I'd like to say that I built seven decks. I'd like to say that I won lots of tournaments. But what I actually did was I went Christmas shopping at the weekend to buy people presents, ended up getting myself a new phone, running out of time to get people presents, and then figuring out that I can play Fallout while sitting on the toilet through my phone, uh, using the controller with my phone. So that was kind of the revelation, really, of my weekend. What a time to be (laughs) alive. I know. This is the, the pinnacle of technology, lads. I'm sorry, but this is where, as far as I'm concerned, we need to stop because computers are getting dangerous. You can play Fallout while having a poo. Everyone's happy. Well, that's it. So stop, stop recording. In <laughs> essence, we, we've not done anything this week. Well, no, I've well, played, <laughs> played some games and I'm preparing for something. But it's a busy time. It's a busy time of year. And also, the local playgroup around here is very, very sparse. There's one person who I meet up with on a regular basis. Um... At weekends, that becomes potentially, what, four of us in total. But, um, yeah, it's crying out for a, uh, a, a weeknight meet-up around here, um, which is something I may be working on. So watch this space. Okay. So have you not really had much of an injection of new players from 2nd edition? Um, there was the first meet-up at Nexus. There was a couple of new people. And when I was in there on Friday playing with Alex, um, a chap walked in off the street and just bought two core sets straight away. Um, right. And he asked around, um, we asked, um, Adam was working in the shop at the time, and he asked if anyone, you know, if they knew anything about Thrones or whatever. So I sort of, you know, chirped, chirped in. and uh, <laughs> I do. Yeah, stuck my oar in. Um, <laughs> had a little word. Um yeah, so hopefully he will um, rock up on Saturday. If not, maybe he's even listened to the show, um, which would be nice. I did obviously plug the show um, at the first opportunity. But then I didn't need to plug it because I had my lovely banner behind the throne playmat on the table. So ah. did it did itself, didn't it? Lovely. Yeah. Did you, uh, talking about people walking in and talking to people about thrones, did you hear Josh's story earlier yes. in our group chat where uh, somebody walked into the shop he works in uh, games Workshop and said, do you sell the Game of Thrones card game? And he says, no, you've come to the wrong place, but you've definitely found the right person. Yeah. <laughs> Sent him on his merry way. It's like, of all the places, all the people to talk to in a Games Workshop, and he chooses Josh. Yeah, what a fantastic, fantastic. upsell. It was so good, the bloke went and bought somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's a business motto. I'm so good at selling, you won't even buy from my shop. Yeah. Doing the work for them. So where did that bloke end up buying from? Uh, Beanie Games. Oh, there we go, Beanie Games. You owe Josh a little bit of commission. Yeah, straight over to get three core sets and taking the black, I believe. Like, nice. <laughs> well convinced. That is, di- that is pretty good yeah. going. Yeah. Josh Not could have easily happens. sold him, could have sold him some sort of, you know, betrayal at Calf or something like that. But no, he stayed true to the uh, to the cause. Well done. Good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but essentially, yeah, again, I've smoke screened it. We've done fuck all this week. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, well, while we're on the air, I know it's not Thrones related at all, but it is card related, so I will mention it at least. Um, the Legions of Death expansion for Conquest has been announced, and that is the Necrons. So if you're into that sort of thing, congratulations. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I haven't got the Tyranid one yet. Uh, I won't bother it shit. Oh, really? Tyranids, <laughs> Tyranids are terrible, honestly. Oh, okay. They really are bad. Um, well, that's the nail in the coffin for the game then. Yeah, basically they're poop. For me. But um, Necrons, they're nice and green coloured, the cards. Oh, yeah. Nice green. Was... So, following FFG's kind of standard issue green. Um, oh, no, it doesn't work like that anymore, does it? It's yellow, which is consistent across FFG games, isn't it? Yellow is Neil, yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows? We'll look into that later on. But I don't know why I'm looking at this. We're not a fucking Conquest podcast. No. Let's crack on. Come on, Peel. Movies like Peel, you've got to, you've got to rein us in. You've got to keep us on topic. You're the See, king this of the castle. This is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to be the king of the castle. I'm sat on my throne right now just looking at you two arguing in the, in the sewers. Um, I need to back this up with some actual things. <laughs> Rivalries! <laughs> uh, no, you're missing a segment. We've got an order to this. We have an agenda. It's not, it's not a massive segment, and also, mate. It's not really a big deal. It's just the first exclusive spoiler we've ever had. <laughs> no, this, this, we've got two exclusive spoilers now, so I'm going to let you two take the reins on this one and shout them at me tell me what they do tell me how sexy they are and tell me why they're badass and the fact that we've got them and why they're the two best cards that are going to be released let's go basically this peel is the king at the moment yeah but it's just such like a puppet monarchy like me and dave are the power behind the throne here peel is just like yes i'm the king but um dave and lol can you um sort this out for me please yeah, and of course, I'm a dirty rascal and a mule. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling the strings in this kingdom. I'm the perfect Lannister king, boys and girls. I am the, the perfect Lannister king. I just like to go around and, and get all the women, um, which doesn't work either. Um, I am literally... I'm going to die at my own wedding. I'm going to drink some poison, and it's all going to go horribly wrong for me. That's what's going to happen with this king thing. This monarchy's failed. Man, this, this has escalated. Okay. I, I, I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we talk about Sirio Pharrell? Yes. Let's talk about So, we have got two cards to reveal from The Road to Winterfell, which is a next chapter pack. Um, unfortunately, Sirio has kind of already snuck out of the woodwork uh, due to the leak from, is it was it the Czech distributor, was it? Uh, I think most of them were Czech. I'm not sure yeah. all of them were. Um, somewhere in Europe, one of the distributors um, let the cat out of the bag, and Sirio was one of those cats. But now we've got the official say so the official go ahead and this is it um so some of you may know some of you may not i'm going to read about talk about it as if it was brand new and you'd never seen it before which hopefully you haven't uh Sirio pharrell is a five cost character with a military icon and he is free strength he's got the companion trait um is there any other companions so far don't think there is yeah no there are are they yeah i'm sure there are well i'm not sure who they are Goodness gracious me. Let's find out. I'll get my binder out. You carry on. <laughs> he has got stealth. He is obviously a neutral character. And he has uh, a challenges action, which reads, choose a character. Full stop. Fairly simple. Until the end of the phase, that character gains a military icon and stealth. Limits once per phase. And his slide text is just so. So there we go. Initial impressions, lads. What do you reckon? He is useless with Arya if Arya is working. Now, I that was the overriding thing I took away from this was what <laughs> terrible synergy with Arya. And you'd think of all the cards in the if he was gonna lean towards working with anybody, it would be her, wouldn't it? You'd think so. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bit of a I don't really I guess... get that. I kind of get it in a way, it's like if Arya isn't 
doing what she's meant to do, then like her instructor will teach her to do what she needs to do. You know, so she's always gonna if he two are out together, doesn't matter. He'll make sure she's okay and doing what she should be doing. But I just think, oddly, he kind of is better with Sansa or someone, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, he turns people into Aryas, so yeah. that's good. I mean, they don't have to lack a military archon to get it, do they? So no, he could read, choose a character, give him stealth. Yeah, that, I think that's the main use for it, yeah. giving characters stealth. Stealth but, is good. But th- Eddard is good with stealth. Well, everyone's good with stealth, really. But I mean, true. But Eddard can participate in multiple challenges. I, I think it's a bit expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know if I, I'd be quite reluctant to spend five gold on him. See, I would consider him in a watch build because um, on-demand stealth is really useful for defensive stealth. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and he's he's not bad in. I mean, all decks like stealth. If you're lacking on military icons. He's a good way to even out the curve a bit. Uh, he is expensive, though. I, I agree yeah. for his base stats. He but then he's got stealth as well. Yeah. So, and he he will be the sixth companion to come out. The sixth, yeah. really? I've been looking at them, and the they sixth. seem to be hookers. Quarters, primarily. Yeah. Well, you've got courtesan of the rose, Cornish oh, paramour. Yeah. Handmaiden, the yeah. merchant prince. He, I, don't, I don't think he's a hooker. But you know, you never know. Where uh, he and make also, money, though? selling what? Yeah, exactly. You don't know what he's selling. Well, we don't know. We've had this where? conversation before. What is he selling? It looks like he's selling plant potted. Maybe he's selling potted plants. Who knows? Yeah. And animals. of course, Sir Jorah Mormont. Mor- Sir Jorah Mormont. Oh, okay. Oh, he's a companion. Isn't he? He's a companion and a knight. So, at first glance, I thought, oh, well, maybe it's like a non-negative ally trait. But then. It does. There is, you know, there's a lot of them. Are, yeah, this is one of my favourite things wars. actually. Is looking um, at some of the new traits and wondering what they're going to mean. Mm. We've already speculated quite heavily on the small council, but I do like sort of wondering what the rest of these are. Um, so a few of the the companions seem to benefit so other characters. The merchant prince doesn't have the merchant trait like the moneylender does. That really annoys me. Like he's a companion. Maybe he's not a proper merchant. Maybe it's all a, a ploy. Maybe he's maybe, an assassin. Maybe he owns all the merchants or like controls the merchants. That's why he's the prince. Maybe he's, but he's never actually done any merchanting in his life. It could be in like financial services rather than actually trading. Okay, so he's a banker. Could be, yeah. Because that's, that's why he's a companion. Yeah, that's why <laughs> he's called the banker. So that's why he's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Syria Pharrell, I'm not going to turn around and say he's. Just bollocks, but he's certainly not the dog's bollocks, is he? It, no, he's not. I, I like him. I, I think there could be a place for him. I'm willing to test him out. Yeah. Um, I, currently, I don't know if it's just still trying to shake off first edition, but I'm looking at him and I'm just thinking I kind of want a bit more bang for my buck with that. Yeah. I think in a in a in a deck with low military icons, decent, and yeah, just on demand stealth. I feel like that's really good. But do remember, of course, on-demand stealth for defence, you have to kind of commit where you want that stealth to go before they start attacking, don't you? Because there's no action window anymore. True, true. So you kind, um, of, you kind of have to sort of push it out there. If you're going to play it defensively, you need to make a decision as soon as challenges start, uh, really. Yeah, at least it does. It gives the military icon as well. So if you give it to someone who's... You know, just got one other icon, it gives them a bit of versatility. Yeah, true. Uh, but even just giving it to, like, in Night's Watch, using that example, we both played it quite a lot. Um, just giving it to, like, a ranging party is yeah. really useful if you don't have Benjen. Yeah, absolutely. Or... Uh, especially in Night's Watch, because you can stand the character. Yeah, so true. So you get double use out of them. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I suggested uh, Eddard as well. Giving him stealth is really useful, because obviously he's participating in two or three challenges on the defence as well as any on, def- on attack. Yeah, actually, I think out of Stark, he's probably the best target for this, isn't he? Because then you can ensure that he can't be stealthed out. He's definitely going to be kneeling and, yeah. you know, getting that nice bang for buck out of him standing again. It's also really good with Caitlyn, because uh, you can give her the military icon of stealth, force through, the, through those military challenges, and make your kill events uncancelable. Ooh. Yeah. Cunning. Of course, yeah, it just occurred so- to me as well, we don't know what... Um, version of Aria, if any, may be coming in the Winterfell box. So, yeah. Yeah, there may be synergy to be seen even now. Yeah, true. 
So yeah, he's okay, old Sirio. Not bad, not bad. But um, I'm meh, a little bit uncertain. But luckily, okay. we've got another one, haven't we, Dave? We do. And this one we is do. genuinely brand spanking new. You haven't seen this before in any language, even Welsh. Oh, I wish I could buy a corset Welsh. God, can you imagine? I, that would be amazing. I don't think it would all fit in the text box. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, so this, this other one is uh, Shadow Black Lane. Ooh. It was half spoiled in a uh, in an FFG article. You could just see that there was a shadow black lane. You couldn't see what it does. But it's a one cost unique location, neutral. King's landing trait are with the reaction. After you win an intrigue challenge, kneel your faction card to search the top ten cards of your deck for an in faction event, reveal it and add it to your hand. Shuffle your deck. I really like it. Shovel the ranks. Um, it's searching for an in-house event is pretty solid it's obviously not fantastic at the moment because there's a lot of banners running around a lot of fealty but when we start to get to the mono faction with agendas or no agenda um, it's going to be really really solid like the no agenda Lannister build that was running around could easily play this search for those treacheries those things I do for love Um, but it's it's not a card that's going to be too good yet. It's going to have there's going to be have to, have to be some growing room when people get their their better in house events because at the moment people are still running a lot of neutral ones, uh, a lot of bannered events. When we can run you know seven eight nine in house events that are really good, this card becomes really good. Yeah, for houses like Lannister and Martell that can consistently win intrigue challenges. Yeah, I think this card is absolutely fantastic. I really really like it. Mm. It's going to be really good, um, assuming Martel gets some sort of, you know, the lose-to-win theme is developed more. Uh, he's like, right, we win the entry challenges, get all our events, you know, play the long game with our events in hand. Uh, it, you can uh, you can use it to search Doran's game and then play Doran's game in the same challenge, same reaction window, which is good. I say that's yes, good. Yes, of course Doran's you can, yeah. But... Uh, if you so desire, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, Here's something you can do with Shadow Black Lane. Yeah, it's just want. a shame you can't use Tears of Lease with it, which would be amazing. Um, uh, explain to me why you can't. Uh, it's only in-house events that you can search for. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm not quite with it. You, yes. Yeah, you can win the entry challenge, you can still use it, but you can't, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, you can't search for it. What am I missing about the reactions here, which means that's not possible, but yeah, finding it would be the problem yeah yeah Sorry, um yeah I've, at the moment even in the corset environment as you said um there's still plenty of things to go digging for i think what uh, as you've already touched upon narrows this down in the corset is um probably not every house has got that reliability on intrigue mm-hmm. so some pretty juicy gradual stuff you can go and dig up but how much are you going to support your your intrigue to go and get it do you know what i mean um but no, I think it's fantastic. Really, and lovely artwork as well. It looks very much like a shadowy lane. It definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> what good. time of day is that meant to be? Is it meant to be daytime and it's just dark? Or is it like it's a really bright moon? I, um, can't, I can't decide. Hold on, I'm getting the picture up again. I closed my app, Paxton. Uh, I think that is... Yeah, it looks like a bright moon, doesn't it? Yeah. Weird. Because the torch is on outside that inn, brothel, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> One of the other. It can't be possibly a house, <laughs> uh, or maybe which would imply nighttime. Just a boring old house. Who knows? Let us know. We're gonna put these pictures up, obviously, when we post the cast. So um, let us know. Yeah, I'll probably put them up on Friday. Nighttime, daytime. <laughs> what one is it? <laughs> I don't. I'd like to think it's night time. Okay. Have you got anything to add I, on either I, of those, Peel? Because you, you went all quiet. You went to the shop. Um, no, I mean, it, it, it'd be, it'd be, sorry, it'd be nice to see some synergy between, obviously, Syria Pharrell and Aya. As, you know, the whole reason he's there is kind of because of her, uh, well, Eddard and her and the whole, I'm going to train you to fight and all that. Um, but obviously, Shadow Black Rain, they're obviously, they're following the same path they've done with the uh, Street of Sisters. Where obviously now instead of being a reducer, 
it's when you get through challenges. But it's got that lovely consistency. Well, imagine if you had all three every time you win. I'm just going to search with deck. Just gonna search with deck. That's going to require a lot of shuffling. We're going to need to issue some risk supports at Worlds, I believe. Oh, God. His health and safety has gone insane. Um, I wonder what Street of Steel is going to do. Hmm. Something to do with a military challenge. Oh, yeah, I reckon so. Holmes, how do you do it? I'd like to see him search an army just for, you know, change it. Have an army instead, instead of an event card. I reckon it's going to be search for a weapon army. attachment. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. That's the matter. It is, isn't it? Because that's what the blacksmiths are. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Or, spoilers for anyone who hasn't read the first book or watched the first season, search for proof that Robert Baratheon um, has not got any real children. Oh, yeah. I'd like search to for a bastard. Yeah. Search for a bastard which satisfies your desire to overturn the established order. Then shuffle your deck. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, do you think Street of Silk will just be like Neil Street of Silk after you win dominance to search your top 10 cards for Whatever you like. a companion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a noble? Well, Street of Silk, I assume that is where all the hookers are, right? Or is it where they literally sell silk? I always assumed it was a euphemism. I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm going to race you. Oh, you won't get there. <laughs> I'm already on the wiki, mate. You're not going to make it. <laughs> oh, God, it's gone slow. My hubris. <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> the street oh, of... Yes, brothels. <laughs> street of the Sisters has the Guild Hall of the Alchemists. It runs from the Great Scepter Baylor to the Dragon Pit. Um, and the reason it's called the Sisters is because it runs between Rainus's and Visenya's yep. hills. Street of Steel is where the um, the blacksmiths are. Street of Flower, bakeries, obviously. Uh, Street of Silk is where the hookers are. Eel Alley, that's not really a place, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Shadow Black Lane, goes down from the Red Keep to the bottom of Aegon's Hill. Oh my god, I'm looking at, are you looking at the same list as me? Are you on Wiki of Ice and Fire? Yeah. Have you seen yeah. some of his street names? Muddy Piss Way, Soap Valley Road. Piss Bend. <laughs> a street which is probably a located, it's a street which is probably located in Flea Bottom. The Pisswater Prince came from here. <laughs> what is that? I'm going on a dive, I'm going on a Wiki dive, I'll be back in a few minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Raining back in, Peel. Yep. While Scraven is doing a wiki dive, I'll try and push on uh, and quarterback this in a way that guides us towards the rivalries issue. Now, rivalries and throws. I'm guessing we've all got someone who we love to beat a little bit more than your average Joe. Um, but, you know, I thought it was all love and hugs. Apparently, I was wrong. And we're going to have a little discussion of our favorite rivalries. Apparently, you've never been on I... Car Game DB. <laughs> I try to avoid it for that exact reason. Um, yeah, I mean, the only rivalry I obviously have is basically if I'm away, I like to beat anyone from the UK. And if I'm at a tournament, I like to beat anyone that I've come with. Uh, that's always the nicest way to do it. When I come up against Dave at a tournament, it's like, wait, this time it counts. Let's have a game. But that's true. I think we've played once and you beat me once. Yes, and it was fantastic, and I will always remember that moment. It was, it was like, yes, horrible. I beat you. <laughs> your deck didn't... It was an absolute spanking. <laughs> I don't think your deck got started, and I was just like, wait, I'm hitting everything. Let's do this properly. Yeah, yeah you had the everything. big three. You had Euron with his attachment. It was it was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, so, so the reason we're talking about this is because uh, we got a comment from... Tom Damon, who is from Australia. And he said, Segment idea, as you Poms and us Aussies have one of the most classic rivalries, what about talking about some of the Great Thrones rivalries? That was a really bad impression. I was about to say, that, Dave, at what, what point that. in that impression did you decide, I wish I hadn't started this? Yeah, about two words yeah. in. Normally my accent's <laughs> a bit better, but normally I'm a bit more pissed. <laughs> about two words in that I started to cringe. So, yeah, I'd probably yeah. go with that. It's like you get in there okay, and think, so Christ, like, this question was actually longer than it looked. Yeah, definitely. I actually cut the beginning and the end off. Uh, <laughs> so basically, Tom Damon from Australia contacted us and said, 
Talk about some Great Thrones rivalries. Oh, don't talk like uh, you're going to cut out the original impression. You're leaving that in. <laughs> we'll see how oh, it sounds. Oh, you will. <laughs> Censorship. That's what I'm all about. You've changed. Okay. So the one for me that comes to mind is uh, myself and Whammer, uh, who went through a spate of about six months where we played each other multiple times in every tournament. Um, we play in the second tournament we played each other at. We played in the melee because it was two rounds of melee, three rounds of winter's coming. Uh, yep. And then we played in the joust, and then we played in the cut. So. Yeah, three times in one day. In my experience of seeing this happen, it's usually the first round as well, when like, the pairings are announced sort of verbally. It's usually like, Dave yeah. and Wham are like, oi. <laughs> that is, is very yeah. common. Um, throughout Store Championship season, we then went on to play several times in the first round and then in the cut again. Uh, or in the last round and then the cut, as it sometimes happened. But I think we worked out that over about, at one point, I think we both went to seven tournaments in a row and over that we played about 11 times blimey or something silly like that it was ridiculous and then it got to regional season and we've only played each other about three times since so all that and i've never even played wedge can you believe that never played him that's pretty crazy i've played wedge fair few times i think i've played everyone in our sort of um group like nationally but i've never played wedge Hmm. i've never played fiona i don't think have i are you, are you asking me so. for confirmation? Because I haven't got my book of Dave's opponents in front of me, so I don't know. Well, well I sent you a copy yeah. as an early Christmas. It hasn't present. arrived. So why you haven't got it next to your computer for reference, I don't know. Uh, I haven't got it. <laughs> Saving it for Christmas Day, eh, Craven? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While you're cooking, Amy, I'll, uh, I'll just read you yeah. some of the highlights. Turn that extractor fan down. I need to talk to you about when Dave played Whammer <laughs> in 2013. <laughs> Time for a classic Dave story now, kids. Let me read it to you. <laughs> Dave got a five-card setup, and Wabber only had four. <laughs> oh, how we laughed. Um, me and you have had some pretty good humdingers, though, over a few, a few tournaments, Dave, to be fair. I think pretty much all of our games have been pretty pretty decent. Been fun. And most of them have been reasonably close. Yeah. So that's been pretty yeah, good. That's a good time. Um, we had a good run of Old Way versus Quentin. Yes last year when they were in vogue yeah. uh they all ended one way <laughs> yeah the way that has gaston gray and marcella turn one like every single game <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> stupid boat deck anyway i should be ashamed mm. of myself mm. so what other um you you collated basically didn't you i mean uh, you collated a list of um rivalries while i was asleep didn't you dave so um <laughs> i did i got yeah. some yeah so why don't you carry uh, on Let's see. We've got uh, Mach and Becky play each other at pretty much every single tournament and will do until the end of time. Yep. Trading blows. It is known. Yeah. As this is written. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Kelly from Bristol has a habit of battering people from Norwich. And no matter how well he does at a tournament, he takes the scalp of a Norwich player. <laughs> and he's been christened Norwich Bane. Uh, so they're not a big fan of him. His, his name was... Uh, Met with scowls in the group chat. Um, <laughs> you've got a, a bit of a rivalry with the word prized, don't you, Craig? Oh, yeah, it's a new one. It's fresh. It's a fresh enemy. <laughs> um, prized with his ally, Silly Judge. And that's my PG-13 version of the story. So, um, yes. Prized and judges that don't know how it works. That's new and very bitter. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, Seth Lowe has a bit of a rivalry with whoever he's sitting against at a final table. <laughs> yeah. um, the Martel house as a whole has a rivalry with everyone who doesn't play Martel. And even yeah. some people would do. First edition. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, in first edition, the forums were just, oh, Martel has this and I don't like playing against it. Can you ban it, please? FFG go, all right, we'll restrict that. We don't, we don't mind. Martel still have plenty of other toys. And they're not giving any to Mar- anything new to Martel for like two cycles, which is always fun. Uh, I'm not bitter. Uh, <laughs> have you heard about Andy Lai? And how at every single tournament he goes to, he plays the bye. Yeah. Andy Lai the bye. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally don't think I've ever been to a tournament with him. 
where he's not had a buy. I've certainly never seen. And him. I'm not even sure. I think he may have done at Starlock as well. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't confirm sure. that, but I do remember every sort of domestic tournament he's been to. He's had a buy. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one with you, Craven. Uh, Baratheon. You got a bit of a rivalry with them. Yep. Gave me meningitis. <laughs> true story. 100% true story. Played Barra Hollow Hill. Um, didn't win a game, um, apart from the bye. And even that was a close run thing. Um, and then got meningitis. Nearly died. True story. Yeah. And then I took Barra uh, to the Norwich Regional um, this year and got absolutely spanked. So, yeah. I hate you, Barra. So don't. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know if you've heard that Josh has a bit of a split personality in that he loves to play jank and build jank, uh, but he also likes to win sometimes. And uh, playing Josh is not always the best of friends with deck building Josh. Yeah, <laughs> and frequently ruse the decision deck building Josh made the night before. But playing Josh and deck building Josh get on fine in conquest. Yes, they Don't do. They just, but um, as soon as you get Thrones involved, that love triangle gets toxic. <laughs> but we should play this. Yeah, I don't want to play it's this like... building, Josh. Well, <laughs> fine. I build the decks. You're going to have to play House Dreams 10 yeah. Towers. Sorry. Yeah. I'm calling the challenges, pal. <laughs> oh, what a travesty of a man. <laughs> but he can upsell with the best of them. He can, you're right. Uh, i just just looking at my notes. Uh, of course, Reese, much like House Martel, has a bit of a love-hate relationship with the restricted list, which is mostly hate. Um, and uh, Rowan. Have you heard about Rowan and the Battle of the Shield Islands? Well, I definitely have. I've witnessed yeah. it first. Have you heard hand. about that, Peel? No, I have not. Over the course of last year's Nationals, uh, I think we played six rounds of Swiss, and Rowan misplayed Battle, Battle of the Shield Islands three times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, two of them were just. Uh, I think one he played it at the wrong time and just got done by it. The other time he played it and stole the wrong location with it. Um, and then the last time he forgot to play it and it would have won them a game or something silly like that. Uh, I'll post the tournament report because uh, Rowan's are well worth reading, and this one's particularly good because he props us at the end. Mm. So, so yeah, I think that's a bit of a whirlwind uh, through it. I mean, there's a bit of a rivalry between Europe and the USA, which can barely ever be settled because you only ever get one or two players move across the uh, the pond. It's just it's going to come uh, down to a big punch really... up, isn't it? Eventually, probably. We'll, yeah. def- we'll definitely um, win that. Sorry, we've got Istvan and Andreas and you, Craven. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> the third. <laughs> yeah. No offense, but you're third, and so that's saying quite a lot. <laughs> well, I'm the only one out of those two that's sort of semi-professional at it. So I mean, that says a lot. <laughs> True. So yeah, here we go. Oh. So yeah, I mean, there aren't any aren't any metas that hate each other too much, is there? I don't think everyone in DC. Yeah. 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 That could be count. <laughs> um, it's not too bad. I'm not too keen on those uh, Cornish paramours. You know. Is that because you've not been invited? Oh, no, no. It's, I'm not bitter at all. Not bitter at all. Fucking assholes. Um, shots, shots, no, fired. Said, yeah. shots fired. I'll be my own meta. That's fine. Um, the problem is, Peel, you didn't exist at the time. You see, that's the thing. Uh, because of my non-existent past, I, I just, I, I'm not in, I, I'm, I'm in Brigsock meta. Um, and that'll do with for me. <laughs> That'll do for me. Dave, you're in two matters, so, you know, you're cheating on us. Too well, Tagore claims me as London. He says the Brickstock's a satellite in London, but uh, he's full of it. Yeah. It, was, it, it made a little, bit, a little bit of sense when it was just me, essentially, that travelled to the tournaments. Because you can't have a one-man meta, that's silly. But now you're, you're, you travel more, and Waffle has returned, maybe? Not really sure. I mean... Waffle is alive. Well, I've seen him he in the last the week. He is alive. I think it's fair to say he likes the really big ones. Um, yeah, but because of his work schedule. Yeah. Anything yeah. he can book off holiday for and physically leave the country for, he's game. Uh, that's what we can do. All right. Well, have we got anything else to say on rivalries? A bit of a, a bit of whirlwind, but nothing. I think we covered certainly the main ones in the UK. It's kind of um, kind of difficult to cover the rest because not quite so. Okay. Yeah, if we've missed any or whatever, do let us know. 
in the comments. Yeah, if you've got a uh, a bad man rivalry. rivalry. You want to call someone out, you want to challenge someone to a, a trial by combat or whatever, please use us as a medium. <laughs> yes, trial by combat. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, on the on the subject of trial by combats, um, I was on Facebook the other day, which is very rare, um, and I've come up with the greatest idea that I could possibly think of based on something which uh, someone from a, a Thrones meta, lovely Becky, who's going to be the future Mrs. Wormsley, I hope I pronounced that right, uh, has posted uh, saying that no one ever plays British Bulldog anymore, and she's upset about this. Uh, so I'm thinking Starlack. Bulldog? That sounds dangerous. I'll be up for that. Fun. <laughs> Big game of Bulldog. Get everyone in. Uh, just go for it. That'd be a great laugh. I can't think of any better way to spend my, my Sunday. Hmm? British, well... We'll barely, normally we can barely walk. We may have to do it on Thursday. Um, <laughs> Is there going to be a school playground big enough for us all? Yeah. I think that outside area will be big enough. I, I think that'll be uh, the perfect area. It's got to be a playground, though. It does. I'll find a school in Starlock, near Starlock, and we'll commandeer are we it. You can't go wandering around European schools again. You know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it does go wrong. But no, something like that I reckon would be an excellent way. So I, I saw that, and I... I you know, I looked at it, and obviously I noticed half the Thrones players in the in the UK commented, and a lot of the northern ones were saying it happens up there. So, northern Thrones players, when I come to a regional <laughs> or anything like that, I bloody expect a game of Bulldog. It happens to northerners when they're going to the post office. Right? It's just well, a, yes. a daily struggle. It's, for us, it's called a mugging. For them, it's called a fun game. Yeah, but... in the chips and graveyard <laughs> of a local co-op. It's all going on. <laughs> Did you see that... Uh... Preston have organised their store championship to clash with Manchester. Um, I, uh, How short-sighted sorry. is that? Um, I can tell you that now. Also, oh, Preston's close to Manchester. I, yeah, exactly. Literally, they're, they're pretty much the same meta. In fact, they, I, I mean, they are. Aren't they? Really? Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, oh, it's about well, a 40-minute drive from Manchester, and if it's on the same weekend, I know we had a kerfuffle with the, uh, the Norwich um, tournament being on the same weekend as the Manchester one and yep. subsequently it got changed so uh, Preston if you're listening I really really hope like you could change that because that would be fantastic if I could do both Are you guys I mean everyone's going to go to the um, Manchester one surely aren't they yeah, cool I'm yes. going to Preston yeah. then go and try and snipe the mat <laughs> well there's four mats because it's a short championship well, so, I, uh, I can get. got a chance it's fine <laughs> um, yeah unfortunately the Norwich one has now moved which means I can't make it Ooh. oh uh, I can't make that Sunday. So that sucks. Uh, and, yeah. It's Jack's birthday the day before. And well, I already ditched Jack to go to Worlds. Ditched like a weekend we'd planned together. So, this sounds like I've got a lover called Jack. It does. Fortunately. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, did, I had a weekend planned with my friend. Uh, and then I was like, sorry, I'm kind of going to Worlds now. See ya. Um, so I probably shouldn't cancel his birthday to go and play Thrones in Norwich. <laughs> Maybe best. Um, however, I will represent for you, Dave, and I promise I will take any deck you suggest, regardless of how oh, it is. Oh, fantastic. Or anything. You will just... I won't even look at it until I get to the tournament. You can just say, there you go, Peel, you're taking this. Excellent, Dave. I'll see you after the weekend. Peel, and we'll, I'll, I'll review I it. I should urge caution here. I should urge caution, because we're entering into the trying to make the eight, remember? We're trying to win with everything. Can't just let Dave choose your deck. He's going to scupper your chances. Oh, I wouldn't be that yeah. cruel. Well, no, know. he wouldn't be that. He'd build me something. It just might be a bit janky. Uh, you can't really build that much jank in the core oh. set, though. The jankiest you can get is the Martel Knight's Watch build I had. Really. Which is pretty good. And it was all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, anything more janky is just a, a bad deck. Like, there's no big combos to go with, so... Yeah. Shame, really. Yeah, it is a shame. There'll be more cards out by then, though, surely, won't there? One more chapter pack by the end of January. Hey, you can use Serio. Probably. Yeah, and Shadow Black Lane. Oh, what more That's do you Syria. need? Serio. Two Good. best cards. Oh, and uh, of course, you'll be playing Greyjoy because the reader is in the next pack. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I do have to play one of each house, so I may adapt that. Get, uh, get out of the way. I am determined to play. Yeah, get, get all the horrible ones out of the way. Save Greyjoy for the finale. Yeah, so then you've got the newly made lord and everything. Yeah, and I'll be loving life. 
and go, hey, so hey. The, next, the next pack, as far as we're aware, just looking at a quick spoiler list, you've got the Brothel Madam, uh, who's pretty Fantastic good. Fantastic. Oh, I love the Brothel Madam. She's a companion, shockingly. Mm. Companion. Uh, Wardens of the West is in the new pack, which is a really good plot. Uh, so Lannister's looking pretty strong. And they were looking pretty strong before. Now even so, stronger. Yeah. yeah. They're the Kanye West of houses. Dear I'm not getting involved in that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, move us along, Bill. Come on. It's floundering. Moving us along. Uh, right. Well, I guess we've done our rivalries. We've done our bits and bobs. So I think we should move on to our, our famous segment, our favourite segment, and possibly the best segment we've ever had uh, with our favourite cards. Beginning our with... Our favourite cards. W or W. W. Well, shall I start? Because mine's written itself, isn't it? It's. <laughs> it kind of has to be, yeah. Regardless of how much I want to say anything else, which really I don't, my favourite card, beginning with W, is the White Raven. Yay! There's a song about it. Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, what do you use the White Raven for traditionally? Just, um, just out of interest. Generally, reducing gold. That's pretty okay, much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, always. Nice. Like fact, always. <laughs> I'll always use always. gold. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's just fun, isn't it? Uh, winter, winter, it goes hand in hand with a white raven because I'm not going to run Cotter Pike. Um, <laughs> you can run Crown of Winter out of house. I could do, but I won't. Or Crown of Azora High because then you can make it summer if you want to. Could I run them out of house? Do I not have to be attached to a Stark or Baratheon character only? Well, Conquest. Now we're just getting silly. And this perfectly exemplifies why the white raven is the only place to go when you need to make it a bit chilly. <laughs> um, I'm so sad that there isn't White Ravens anymore because we're going to have to rewrite the song um, and the other day playing Night's Watch I played a Messenger Raven and then tried to draw two from Sam can't do that <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that can you that's amazing yeah it's not there anymore <laughs> I would love it if they just reprinted White Raven exactly as it is did nothing just just it's, just, it's winter now Okay, it could add winter to the revealed plot. And, and the flavour text was reduce gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, and yeah, and it reduces your gold. Like, it would piss people off a treat because the economy is so fragile now. God, aren't they just? Mate, as soon as I... Oh, as we mentioned last week, I'm just looking for a sniff of choke and I'm off. Um, and Whammer <laughs> left a comment, which was um, bloody excellent, actually. I hadn't considered it. So there's no surprises there. Whammer sees things I don't. Um, but the brothel, madam, could work. Mm. Could be pretty could legit. Work. So, um, yeah. As soon as I've got it, as soon as I've cracked upon a nice choke build, we're going to um, have some fun with that. But, yes, um, in the meantime, the White Raven. How I love thee, my little avian friend. <laughs> of course, uh, there is something to be said by using Martell as your main house. What, choke? Currently. Yep, because of Gaston Grey. Yeah. And because of the icon control, like, controls whatever's left, if they can actually play anything. I mean, obviously, you can't get a full choke, like in first edition, but it, it does. Yeah, you've got Tyrion and the long plan and naval superiority. Yeah. Like. I think Lannister is yeah. oddly... You know, it's um, not your first thought when you think of choke, but I do think they are probably going to be integral in whatever I come up with when that is. Hey. But, which is with theory crafting without actually any theory at this point. So um, who knows? <laughs> Basically, I want to edition, do this. So Becky played uh, Lannister Winter a few times. She did, and it wasn't actually with bad um, at all. the Wintertime Marauders out of house. Yeah, yeah, I do recall that. Mm. Yeah. And I've Waffle played a uh, Greyjoy Conquest Lannister build for a little bit. Which was okay. Well, Waffle put one copy of White Raven in Lannister Many Things, and he always got it, didn't he? Yeah, turn one every time, and the King's Road followed shortly afterwards. Yeah. Dirty. So it has happened. <laughs> Lovely. True. True. <laughs> so I'm kind of shocked you didn't say Wintertime Marauders, even though it could only be second to. Well, White I don't Raven want people to peek best. behind the curtain here, of course, but prior to recording, I was kind of resolutely informed that White Raven was my choice. 
You say it like, like I wrote a script for you. I just said, I assume you're going to choose White Raven. Yeah, but you said it with that tone of expectation, and I hate to let you down. Yeah, at a gun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, there, there were threats involved. Um, yeah, I mean, he's in the room with you, Peel, to be fair. So if he was going to shoot anybody, but I don't want anything like that going on. Um, no, Winter well, Soldier. I've got a bow and arrow. Next. I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with the whole industrialization process, Peel, but um, sort of firearms tend to be more effective than bow and arrows. But I, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm. I'd like to think I'd stand a chance. Well, we can find you know. out one day, perhaps. Um, but yes, Winterstone Marauders, of course, are brilliant. They're fantastic. Do, do you want to do you want to tell second edition players what Winterstone Marauders do? Because uh, that's the kind of card which would cause riots, if, just like uh, heads on. Spikes. Dave, I would gladly tell second edition players <laughs> what Winterstone Marauders did. Um, if you're sitting comfortably, I will begin. Um, Winterstone Marauders are a non-unique Greyjoy character. Uh, they have got the Ironborn trait, and I believe they've got the army, if I recall correctly. They do. Um, they have got a war crest. Now that's a, you know, a relic of a bygone age. Um, not really important at this stage either, to be fair. Um, they were free gold. They had free strength with a military and a power icon. Ooh, very yeah. nice. However, they had a reaction which said, after you win a challenge in which the Winterstone Marauders are participating, and it is winter, of course. Mm-hmm. Choose and discard a non-unique card from play. Yep. That was good, wasn't oh, it? Oh, God, wasn't it just? Because <laughs> uh, Do you know why it was so good? A lot of people read it as location. Yeah. And it didn't mean location. It meant in uh-huh. a non-unique card. And they were non-unique. So you could do this three times around, potentially. Or more, mm-hmm. if you could stand them and go in again. It wasn't limited. Um... My God, the fun we had. The yeah. trail of and, destruction uh, we blazed. The card that people always forget is a non-unique card is a unique character's duplicate. Indeed. Yeah, so it says, I'll see you, duplicate. And I'm Greyjoy, so there's an offensive valor coming at some point. Yep. So, bye? Yeah. <laughs> and possibly even a military if I hadn't done it already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't and believe, because obviously you played um, uh, Gilbert Goes to Gaston yeah. uh, for a couple of weeks. Did you run to the Spears in that deck? No, I didn't. I couldn't fit it in purely because of the game of the free gold. I needed more money because I, w- I was basically locking myself out of reducing a lot of my own characters because to get the Marauders and so forth in, I needed access to, to dollar rather than reducer. So yeah. um, that was the only reason. But um, had I cracked that particular nut, then definitely I would have been putting that in. Because, yeah, a Dornish Hermitage, chuck a couple of cards to give the um, I was using Three challenges with each one. Bam, bam, well, bam. I was using Blood Orange Grove for, for a similar purpose. So I didn't, because the card advantage was quite key to me, but I didn't want to be throwing cards away because draw was pretty poor in that deck. So I was using yeah. to take away the War Crest and give my um, Intrigue Icon. Oh, glory that. I should have taken that to Starlock. It was, it was a pretty fun deck. Yeah, never mind. It's over now. It's over. Well, mine, I must admit, no matter what anyone says, my favourite W card will have to be Wex Pike, our favourite little squire from the UK. But Peel, which uh, one? But which one? Hmm, the one where if there are no... Well, sorry, characters without a war crest are unable no, to defend. Without a crest. Without a crest. Yes, yes, just crest in general, not war crest. It was fabulous. It was absolutely amazing. It got rid of loads of like little chuds on the board. Like, ah, oh, well, I'll just get this through. Are you going to block it with your big red viper? No. All right then, I'll have it unopposed. Lovely, lovely little bit of tech that, and just useless, uh, useful. It went in every you, single just useless. Are you going to nail your red viper on my military challenge to to try and block it? Bearing in mind, I can do technical, lovely, tasty things. No? All right, then I'll have a, a, a little unopposed there. A little bit of unopposed action. He was really useful for getting through unopposed, really useful for getting into my hold. Uh, he was just a perfect tag team character. I mean, even on his own, he stood up. But the only thing that really got me was Burn. Uh, yes, <laughs> he's quite, quite great against Burn. Quite, quite fragile. fragile. He's also an, uh, pretty much the only ally. Uh, yep. In the game? Yep. Yeah, not just in your deck, in Greyjoy. There's like... 
yeah, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so he, he pretty much would get dissensioned after a, a round or two, um, or burnt, or, or generally just military to hell until he, he died because he was that much of a pain in the ass. He really was. He was lovely when he came about, and it was always a useful card to have because he's cheap to get out to. So he has to be my favourite card beginning with W. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Um, yeah. I think I don't. I'm not sure I've ever hit any card as much with Arizona Cart as I've hit Wex. Yeah, yeah. Because firstly, yep. he's a hassle. Secondly, that aren't many targets in Greyjoy. That really isn't. Um, I think oh, I got. Oh, you built your planning around Wex? No, he's a renowned character. Goodbye. When Arisoka is a Greyjoy, it, it, it's generally Wax. Um, uh, I don't think there's ever that many allies on my board, and it's normally him that goes. So it's a shame, but we love him. But, I, but who cares? Because he's a two cost character. Exactly. So you only run one copy. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. I think Bamford. I do believe it's your turn to suggest the card that begins with W. Which okay, so I'm, I'm, I've got I've got three to talk about. One is uh, people who know me well will probably know what my favorite card beginning with W is. There's two other particularly cool ones I want to talk about. One's uh, Willis Tyrell, who mm-hmm. is one of those cards where in a small card pool he just destroys face. Uh, for those who haven't seen him, he's a two cost, two strength, uh, intrigue, power. Uh, he's a Lord House Tyrell, an ally, and he's a Baratheon character. Uh, and while he's participating in a challenge, uh, Lannister and Martell characters don't count their strength. And if the opponent has a an agenda, he gains renown. So for two costs, he's just really just the whole package. He's got the Intrigue Icon, which is rare and barra. He's cheap and unique. He's, he's got renown against most decks. And against two out of six houses in first edition, he guarantees you a block or an unopposed challenge. Um, and if you're not running ally hate, so especially if you've got a small card pool, he's really difficult to deal with. Um, he is. I've searched Aris Oakheart to get rid of him before. Like that kind of thing. He's he's really good. Uh, and he's a lot of fun. He was very good in my in my Maester's build at Nationals. Um, yeah, the other card is Wheels Within Wheels. Uh, yeah. Wheels, yes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> quite foreshadowing um, so for those who haven't seen wheels it's a reprint of a CCG card and uh, it is price 2 so when you play it your all opponents gain 2 power but it is any phase nearly a unique Lannister character to reveal a new plot mm. um, that's really good oh, don't talk to me about this and I don't know how it got through playtesting to be honest um just some of the things that you can do. Uh, they marshal all their characters. You count your gold, then you valor. You make all your challenges, then you valor. Uh, you marshal, then before they count their gold, you reveal blockade, which is like first edition's naval superiority. Uh, so they don't count any gold. Uh, you can reveal fear of winter, so they can only play one card until the new plot's revealed, and you've got two claim. Um, basically, it's just it's so versatile. And there's a chain of plots called the city plots where every city you play, they get stronger. So you start kneeling yeah. characters and killing characters of progressively higher strength or more of them. Um, and revealing the killer character halfway through a challenge and suddenly having claim two is quite a good effect. Um, the R Yeah build, Aloof and Apart Wheels and Wheels, uh, came third and fourth at Worlds this year. Uh, and it was a wonderful thing to watch. Have you had much experience with Wheels Within Wheels, Craven? Yes. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? Uh, <laughs> Matthias basically played Solitaire with me at, um, at Starlek using Wheels. It was like, blah, 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 Wheels into Rule by Decree. Splendid. Yeah, great. I'm having, I'm having the best time. Um, <laughs> but it's, I'm really tired to complain. It was, it was well orchestrated and an excellent combo. Um, so, yeah... I, I'm not going to sit here and moan about wheels. It's just um, it enables some bloody horrible things, didn't it? Mm, it I'm using it in the Um, present tense. I need to keep reminding myself. It hit the restricted list within about three weeks of being released. Yeah, yeah. Um, In the pre-Gen Con fact, I think it was. They released it and they were just actually no, that that's that's way too (laughs) broken. Um, And it was still good. As soon as Harrenhal went on the list, it was a very viable restricted card. 
Um, and before Harren Hall came out, it was very good as well. Indeed. Um, it's really strong and really fun to play. And once it was restricted, it wasn't too broken because you couldn't have the Castellan as well and you couldn't use Fear of Winter with it. So mm. that's something. Yeah. Uh, but my favourite card, beginning with W. Do you, can you guess what it is? Can you guess what it is? Well, I secretly know what it is. And aren't people in not. for a treat? Before you talk about this, um, dear listeners, obviously you knew, you usually associate this segment with the end of the show. But please, make sure you're sitting comfortably because there's something coming which you're going to enjoy. But oh, over to you, Dave. A lovely little treat. So Westeros Bleeds is a corset card. Um, and it's, it's everything I love in a card. It's a big flashy effect. Uh, it makes people cry. Um, yes, it does. And it's just, it's a wonderful thing. So, at the moment, a lot of second edition players are saying, we don't need a Valor, because we have Varys. Varys is a board wipe, that's, that's Valor. But no, Varys is Westeros Bleeds. Uh, Bleeds is a dominance event, it's a dominance. Neil 4 influence to discard all characters from play. Uh, for those who don't know what influence is, it's an alternate uh, resource which is on locations or characters, which you can kneel that character to pay X number of influence towards these big flashy events. Um, and in the CCG, you lost your gold at the end of marshalling. Uh, and so influence was used as a way to pay for powerful events. And eventually, when it was rebooted into an LCG, they added taxation and you kept your gold. Uh, but the vast majority of events, if they needed a cost, they cost influence instead of gold. So you, it was great because it was yep. a little extra thing you had to take into account with your deck building you couldn't just take red vengeance for instance because you needed to build the influence module into your deck which put a bit of a uh, you know if a, if a really powerful event was an influence based you wouldn't automatically include it in all your decks which was pretty good um but yeah westeros bleeds is really fun discard the board uh unlike varus it's not telegraphed so it can't be put to the sword it can't be milk of the poppied they can't play around it Unless, you know, they see it coming. But it's not, it's not as obvious as Varys. Um, I just love it. It's, it's one of the best cards in the game, I think. It's, just, it's so much fun to play. Um, and the Red Viper's immune to it. So, All the things yeah. that you love. All the things I love. The sort of things that you love, you love so much that you'd maybe even write a love song. Maybe. 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 When I find myself in times of trouble There's only one card I need The only solution is to bleed When my only character left kneeling right in front of me Is the high septum I will bleed Let it bleed let it please, let it please, let it please. Red keep out of shadows and I bleed. I draw into a prince's plans, my opponent cries in front of me. But tears will never save you, I will bleed. When Viper's rage is the only thing that's saving me I'll make it to dominance and I'll bleed Let it bleed, let it bleed, let it bleed, yeah let it bleed I'll make it to dominance then I'll bleed and when the broken-hearted people playing round the world agree The red keep should be restricted, I'll still bleed Cause even though it's harder now, it's such a bad to move for me The viper's activated, and I bleed 
Let it bleed, let it bleed, let it bleed, yeah, let it bleed. Vipers activated, and I bleed. The keep is gone and Martel Hollow Hills abandoned me. Now it's way too janky, I can't bleed. I couldn't sleep, no appetite. Then one morning it dawned on me. I can play Targaryen and I'll bleed. Let it please, let it please, let it please, let it please. Freezing rain for Harry Hall, then I bleed. Now I can jump in the company of the cat to block for me. Protect all my jumpers and my bleed. If they take my bleeds away in challenges, don't cry for me. Now I've got the Raxes to draw more bleeds. Let it bleed, let it bleed, let it bleed, yeah, let it bleed. Now I've got the Raxes to draw more bleeds. When I do not feel like talk, I've got one more set to play. Reveal the lion challenges with my wheels. And I'll play 